If you're always busy and looking for rest, this is the episode for you. We're talking about what it means to rest the way God intended so that you're no longer waking up tired, no longer starting the week like there was no weekend or ending your vacation like you still need a nap. If that's how you have felt, it's because you don't know how to rest the way God intended you, woman. So join me today in the episode that teaches you how to rest so that you're truly refreshed and renewed. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself. Pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast. Before we begin, let me just say that the Empower Me Women's Conference is in just two days. Hallelujah. And because we're talking about what it means to soldier up, that is how to be strong when everything looks like you're going down, I want you to go to hopecathedral.com forward slash em to register right now. Spiritual warfare is real and God gave Jesus so you can prevail. So let me equip you through a day of prayer on Friday, ministry on Friday night, and a lineup of anointed speakers who have a back-to-back word just for you on Saturday. Finally, I want to encourage you to allow the voice of wisdom in your life through Woman Pray Mentoring. The next apprentice cycle is how you begin, and we plan to start in a few weeks. So consider what your life could look like if you'll position yourself to hear, to hear how to do the word, how to get out of your own way, how to be who God calls you to be, do what he's called you to do, and ultimately have what he's promised. Amen. Well, you go to womanpray.com for more information, and I look forward to serving you. And now for our episode, Rest My Sister. (laughs) There is a rest that allows you to wake up refreshed, restored, and renewed. That rest really does exist. But it doesn't come after binge watching your favorite television series. It doesn't come from shopping all day or even taking time in the spa for a nice massage. All of those ways can be enjoyable. And if we're honest, they're all considered to be a great way to break from the routines of life. But when you're a busy person, constantly on the move, always mentally engaged in some capacity with the work, family, and then more work, then you know that these activities can still leave you feeling spent. They still have a level of emptiness that leaves you unsatisfied. Enjoyable in the moment, yes, but still short in filling up what exhaustion has drained. I've done all of those things. I've done TV for the day. I've done the mall for the day. I've spent the day in the spa. And I've ended it all thinking, well, maybe 
I'm missing something. Maybe it's some kind of food. What do I really want to eat? And I can never figure it out. So I start thinking about it over and over again. What's going to be really good? It's a whole thing. (laughs) It happens to the best of us because we're really not rested. And the same is true when we think about vacations. Because after days of sightseeing, you're still tired. And so you think, well, next time I'll just lay back. And then when you lay back, You think, well, next time I need to do more on vacation so it feels like I really left home. And if I continue, it's amazing how a whole massage can leave you nothing but a memory, not the actual relief or recovery that you were looking for within, just the memory of being pampered. That's because rest is more than a physical break from day to day. Rest is found in the one who completes you. So without him or with less and less of him, you'll wither just as the gospel of John promised. Because the busyness of life, the distractions or temporal things of life have removed you from your creator, the one who makes you whole. And so to replace his role with something or someone will never be enough. It will always leave you feeling like you're missing something. There will always be a void because the superficial cannot take God's place. I hope you'll hear me because the things we use to substitute God can never satisfy. They aren't meant to. They aren't designed to. They're activities alone, entertainment alone. And if we're not careful, they can easily become idols that serve as a counterfeit to God. Counterfeit because they look like they'll satisfy and we run after them as if they'll fulfill us. But in reality, they appeal to the flesh alone. They cannot satiate the weary soul or scratch the itch within. It's like using a sugary drink to quench what water alone can do. Rest, my sister, comes from God. And the rest that God provides quenches. It satisfies. It restores and refreshes you because it calls you to him. When you honor the Sabbath, rest is possible. When you're in his word, rest is possible. When you forsake sin, rest is possible. Jesus said, take my yoke and learn from me and you will find rest for your souls. Psalm 23 says, God restores the soul and that needed refreshing comes from him. And while I know that what I'm saying can all sound like a super spiritual answer when all you're thinking about is a needed nap. But before you shut me down, remember you are made in the image of God. You're a reflection of him in the earth. And because you are a partaker of a new covenant, full satisfaction comes as Christ is formed in you. When Paul prayed for this forming within us, he was saying, Father, may they return to being more and more like you and less and less like this world in which we live. 
That though this earthen vessel is passing away, this inner man is being renewed day by day. So if you're a Christian and you're trying to satisfy the earthen vessel, but you're neglecting the inner man, then mental exhaustion, conflicts within and without, as well as weariness or withering within will be felt as tiredness without. And it really won't matter if you got a stone massage, a Swedish massage, or if you just sat in the jacuzzi. It won't matter if you sat by yourself or you had plenty of friends come over. You cannot live apart from the one you were made to live for. So first, consider living for him by honoring the Sabbath. The Bible says one person honors the Sabbath on one day and another counts every day the same. And we receive that. But if we never honor the Sabbath, that's when we run into trouble. See, there ought to be a day, at least one day in the week, where our focus is not on the external, but on what pleases him. Because if we do, if we focus on him, we'll find rest. Isaiah 58, 13 says that if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure, my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. See, right there, you ought to say, ah, because the promise of, of being greatly pleased and fully satisfied on the earth sounds like what we're all looking for. We work hard, so we want to play hard, never realizing that he is enough, that truly of him and through him and to him are all things. And so when is the last time that you took the day to just seek the face of God? And I don't mean seek him by spending your day in church or among the community of believers. No, I'm talking about an intimate fellowship with your father where it's just you and him. The children are with their daddy. You've got the house alone or you're able to spend the day in your bedroom yielded to him. When is the last time that you decided to fast and pray, to read your Bible and keep the worldliness out of your day? And yes, if you nap, it's because he's lulled you to sleep, not so you can wake up and go back to business as usual, but so that you can focus your attention on him some more. You can soak in the tub with worship music in your surround. Maybe put a dream board together with his leading. Strategize with him on how to love your people better, your family. Or give of yourself in ways that are meaningful beyond the coins, beyond people's applause, or beyond their expectation, and entirely based upon what he's asking of you. There is a rest for the people of God, my sister. And when you honor the Sabbath, you're tapping in. Try it. Beyond sleeping in for the morning and lounging all day, remember the Sabbath by feeding on the word of God. Whether you're in your jammies or fully clothed with quick errands to run here and there. The Sabbath is when we stop our striving just as God stopped to rest after forming, creating and making the world. We too 
rest. The scripture says that he found what he did as good and he stopped. Most of us understand this Sabbath concept to be a Saturday used to do whatever we want. And while I wouldn't say you're wrong, I mean, who doesn't want to sleep in on one day of the week when you're a busy person? But if you're going to be refreshed for a new week, one day or every day, determine to honor God by doing what he wants you to do. Because you cannot survive apart from him. You have no meaning apart from him. There is no point apart from him. Solomon said, vanity of vanities. What really matters is to fear God and keep his commandments. And John says his commandments are not burdensome. They're not weighing, onerous, oppressing, or demanding. Instead, they're life-giving. So never take time in his presence for granted. Time in his presence is how you breathe. Breathe. When you're looking for something sweet, he is the one referenced as sweeter than the honey of a honeycomb. When you're thirsty, he is the one offering water so you thirst no more. When you're in the darkness, he is the light. When you feel like you're spinning your wheels, he is the reward. Psalm says for the oppression of the poor, and we're not just talking about being financially challenged. We're talking about being poor in spirit or poor in meaning. So again, for the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, God will arise and set us in the safety for which we yearn. That yearning is the sigh that no one hears after a long day ended without fulfillment. That yearning is the exhale huh, after concluding that, concluding that what's going on simply isn't enough. That yearning is wanting more after experiencing discontentment of everything else. God really is enough. So yes, breathe. Breathe him in. And I'm not talking about in some yoga posing, breathing exercise sort of way. No, I'm talking about the fellowship with God that begins with prayer, but includes reading his word. Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, which means you cannot make it if you're, not, if you're only eating a metaphorical peanut per day. Which means Saturdays, Sundays, or whatever day or days, the ideal time to eat heartily every day. That is to take in his word without limiting your portion. It doesn't mean that you'll understand everything that you're reading, but it does mean that you're eating the sweet and the bitter like mustard greens. That's just as good for you as the sweetness found in an apple. And so to take in his word means that you're reading not to finish, but to appreciate what's written and even take time to investigate why it's saying certain things. Meaning this is not reading from your electronic Bible. That may be convenient, but when you're eating his word, nothing compares to your paper Bible because you can cross reference, mark pages, highlight verses, and take time to read notes found within the Bible or time to meditate on multiple points without losing your points. There is a way to fellowship with God where you read his word and find it refreshing.
the refreshing that you yearn for from week to week. And it doesn't take away from the fellowship with friends or the laughter from a favorite TV show. It just doesn't compare. There is a refreshing that comes from his presence because you're confronted by his word to consider your ways, meaning by his spirit, there will be conviction to change. And if there is repentance and conversion, then a refreshing is guaranteed. According to Acts 319, it says, repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. That's called rest. And when you choose to enter his rest, you're choosing to prioritize God. You're choosing to make every day or at least one day all about him. You're choosing to eat his word and be truly satisfied. You're choosing to repent and change so that refreshing is possible. Rest is possible. And whatever sacrifice is made to enter his rest he will be honored. For instance, if you wake up early to spend time with him, he will redeem the time that you may think you've lost. When you rest the way God intended, the trip you've been chasing by saving your money won't be a fleeting moment, but it'll be a sweet memory to cherish. When you enter his rest, your obedience to him will cause you to eat the good of the land, never in a quandary of what would be really good to eat right now? Because your father, he gives you the rest that restores, that satiates and replenishes. Enter his rest today. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for being our hiding place, but also for being our resting place. And so I pray that we would be people who come into your presence, that we may enter in your rest, where we live our lives in obedience to you so that we're no longer chasing after emptiness. But Lord, that we are truly filled with a completeness. We're truly filled so that we are whole spirit, soul and body. And so I commit every person under the sound of my voice unto you. And I pray, Father, that you would quench the soul, that you, Father, would restore and replenish, that you would deliver and that you would save completely. I pray, Father, that you would show yourself strong in each one of our lives so that we're no longer tired, weighted by the world and oppressed by everything around us. But Lord, that we are established in righteousness where we are bearing forth fruit and we're honoring you to your praise and glory glory so that we truly have your peace that surpasses all understanding. We have the mind of Christ and we're able to sleep every night because you promise your beloved sweet sleep. We're able to enter the day victorious because you said this is the victory that overcomes the world and we're able to be strong in you because you said greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So we commit ourselves unto you today and we thank you father for the rest that you provide for your own. May your name be glorified through your son in each one of our lives in Jesus' name. And all of the believers said, amen and amen.
Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that I will see you at the Empower Me Women's Conference that opens at 7 o'clock p.m. We're talking about spiritual warfare and it's happening this Friday. So don't miss it. March 17th, we are soldiering up together. God bless you. Hallelujah.